Hello, everybody. Welcome to a yet another edition of Man Cave Mondays. I am Dan in the Man Cave, and uh, this week's discussion is a long time coming. We have been uh, circling around this conversation for quite some time. Uh, if you can't tell by my t-shirt, for those of you listening online, uh, we're diving into Star Wars last episode uh, before the holiday break, which I hope was great for everybody and Christmas and New Year's and all that fun stuff. Um, we'll dive into that with a little bit with our panel and catch up with everybody. But um, we talked about the recap of The Mandalorian Season 2. If you haven't seen that yet, I can't guarantee that there won't be spoilers uh, of that. So hopefully you've seen that by now. But if you haven't, I would encourage you to maybe go watch that and then come back and listen and, and watch. But if you have... Um, and you're even a little bit curious about what the future of Star Wars might look like, this is the conversation for you. Uh, if you're not a Star Wars fan, but you like to see morons get really passionate about stupid stuff and uh, friends become enemies and then become friends real quickly, um, this is definitely the conversation for you, too. It will be entertaining whether you are a Star Wars fan or not. I am sure of that. But if you are a Star Wars fan, uh, drop a comment below. Chime in. Tell us what you think. Um, and moreover than that, hit like, hit subscribe, and uh, hit that bell and, and share this with other people who you know are intense fans of Star Wars uh, like we are. And join in on this conversation because the future of Star Wars uh, is going to be an interesting conversation, especially after everything that we've gone through the last several years. So let's just uh, let's bring in our panel. First and foremost, we've got uh, Christian. Christian, how are you, sir? Doing well, sir. How about yourself? I'm doing great. You're rocking a new mic this week. I am. I am. Got a uh, is... Blue Yeti for Christmas. There you go. Trying to make myself a little more official sounding and looking. You know, st stepping up nowhere, nowhere bit. near yourself. But I'm uh, well, we're getting, you're, dude. I mean, Maybe I feel like I am the MacGyver of of <laughs> podcast and AV people. I will make something out of nothing. Um, give me some some toothpicks and some bubble gum, and uh, I'll I'll make a podcast out of it. So, uh, your Christmas, New Year's was good. Yeah, good, good. All that, Just, all that fun stuff. Yeah, yeah. you know, anything, got, anything like, cool. Uh, Santa brought you besides the microphone, obviously. You got a microphone. Um, microphone. I got a uh, uh, Grogu Lego I need to put together still. I got nice. the, like, the like life size one. Life size. I don't, it's, I don't think it's actually life size, but you know, well, it's not the like, it's not it's like not exactly egg. a living creature. So how can you say life size regardless? But I get what you're saying. Yeah. You the like full there size, we'll say. Full size. There you go. Full size mini Yoda. Yeah, exactly. Go. And for those of you who haven't checked it out yet, our last episode, we actually had Grogu show up. First it, ever exclusive guest on the Man it was podcast. It's totally, totally by surprise. Caught me off guard. That's for sure. So much First so that I even, I even said his name wrong. I called him Grogu. I was like, I was in like Starstruck. I was starstruck and totally yeah. got his name wrong. You met um, your idol and you that, called him the wrong name. Exactly right. That's like the biggest blunder you could possibly make. But it was a lot of fun. So if you haven't seen that yet, definitely go back and check that conversation out. Uh, it was 
awesome having him show up. So, um, and uh, we're also, let's bring in the rest of our panel. We got Bobby. Hey, everybody. How you doing? Hey, doing well. You got like new toys you're playing with too. You are in, you got a green screen thing going on there for those that are watching. I got a green screen that I'm sharing with my wife. What background is that that you've got? Uh, this is the Resistance headquarters from The Force Awakens. That's, that's what I thought cool. it was. Which is, which is downloaded from StarWars.com as an official Zoom background. Nice. It's an official Zoom background. It's an official Zoom I'm background. Gonna, yeah. I'm going to have to check that out. StarWars.com? So, Star I'm pretty sure, that's, I'm pretty sure that's, that's um, the desk that uh, Carrie Fisher's daughter uses in the movie. Yeah. That, yeah. That so I think you're right. Um, think you're right. You, can do, you can be in the Millennium Falcon. You can be mm. Mexical. Mm. You got some most, other Star Wars. Most stuff. of my job, most of my job, the rest of the week is Zoom related. I'm gonna have to check that out. That sounds so, amazing. Um, I got a a Lego collection, and I'm trying to make the Infinity War Wakanda scene. Nice. And I just added That's the Black Panther intense. figure. Uh, so yeah. the whole set, the whole um, the Wakanda. Set with Black Panthers, one hundred and twenty dollars on Amazon right now. Mm. My my mother in law found me the figure for twenty nice. bucks, so oh, I got there. That. You go. So that was kind Good of big, time. and I got a Wii. Nice, got a Wii. I got a Wii, and you are a gamer now, sir. You're not I'm just an Apple again. gamer. You're again. a gamer again because I got what, a Wii. What games again. are you playing over break? I'm well, curious. I just well, I just started messing with Mario Kart again. There you go. Getting my muscle memory going. And I just, and Amazon just delivered official Super Nintendo controllers because, nice. Um, nice. Because there's a whole ROM of, S, of SNES games and I needed the original controller. So that makes um, all the sense in the world, dude. So <laughs> That's I'm, all I'm, I'm, I'm between Super Castlevania or Super Metroid. And I think, oh, Metroid. I never, I never beat Super Castlevania. I think I'm going to start with that. That conversation right there. And we can, let's bring Alberto in because he's a part of this conversation. He's been chiming for this for a while. Hey, Alberto. Having a conversation about retro gaming and classic gaming and remakes. Mm. That discussion, I think we are, we're inching our way closer and closer towards. Um, Andrew, my brother, couldn't be here tonight. I know, I know you're broken up about that. I'm so I'm just so torn up about it, guys. For those of you Smile listening and not watching, he Dan I, has the largest grin you've ever seen on his face. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, I love my brother, and he can't be here tonight. It's just I'm I'm like on the verge of no. Um, <laughs> anyways, he's a huge retro guy, and Alberto, I know you've been wanting to have a conversation about the best remasters, remakes like that whole conversation i feel like those flow into each other very well yeah like let's talk about some of our favorite classic games and then lead into a discussion about yeah whether or not remakes remasters re-releases are even worth it or should we just hang on to our old stuff right so yeah i think that's a good um, one we got i think we got that coming up in a couple weeks i think we yeah yeah i think i think that's going to be coming down the pipeline here pretty quick that's what we call a teaser folks stay tuned teaser it's a little teaser um, Alberto, how was your Christmas? How was your New Year's? What did you get? What did Santa um, bring you? So let's see. So uh, Christmas was good. Christmas, I, I'm trying to remember what the heck I did on Christmas. What the heck did I do on Christmas? 
All I remember is we partied too hard. No. (laughs) (laughs) Too much eggnog. A little too much. I'm rocking a Guinness tonight. I don't know. That is that the kind of kind of New Year's we're having. (laughs) It was uh, definitely just good to be able to unwind with family and Ariella. Uh, Santa Claus brought me a handful of things. I got a couple of new graphic novels, courtesy of my family and Ariella. I got um, new hoodie. Final nice. Fantasy VII, the remakes, now I can actually beat it. And I was playing it earlier today. That remake. There we go. Yeah. Is it uh, good? Ooh. Uh, the remake? Is it good? You don't need to yeah. go into detail, but is it good? Are you, You're enjoying it? Yes, I am definitely enjoying it. Uh, okay. But that can be the whole conversation, like you right. said. That's um, right. I'm going to half hours talking. I don't want to know more than that. Just are you enjoying it? Yes or no? I, I most definitely am. Yeah. Um, and I think cool. other than that, I got there was a hoodie that my sister managed to find too. That uh, um, it's from an anime that I really enjoyed, and it sold out online. I gave up hope on it like about like six weeks ago, eight weeks ago, because it was like limited release. Which, which one was it? It was a anime from Demon Slayer, and okay. um, there's like a character named Natsuko on it. And I was like, oh, I really want that hoodie. Um, kind of gave up hope on it, and a few weeks passed. Little did I know that there was a one-day restock that went back live for two hours. My sister happened to see it, got it for she me, and I was like, on it for you. Yeah. Wow, there you go. Yeah, so that's sibling love right there. That's, yeah, so that's fantastic. So definitely between like, that, and, all the times like, I've bought video games and consoles and systems for my brother, and yet he still takes a big old dump on all the things that I love. Right? <laughs> I mean, you make it pretty easy by loving bad things. Oh, oh. Oh, do we need to go over okay. New Year's resolutions here, Christian? I thought you were going to be nice. <laughs> That's to next me. week, no, I, that was That's not official. Ne- I never made oh, that official. We're gonna okay. Well, we're gonna we're gonna have that conversation maybe next week. Guys. Oh, we I just realized too. Me and Christian are wearing the same shirts. Just are you guys wearing the same shirts? What PlayStation shirt? Come on, it's a Star Wars episode. Where's the Star, <laughs> my Star Wars? My Star Wars episode's in the wash. I forgot to put it in the dryer. It's not dry yet. <laughs> Adulting. Okay. Yeah. Um, and last but not least. The uh, the Darth Vader to my Luke Skywalker, uh, <laughs> Joe is back with us. How's it I going? love you, man. That's that's all in good fun. Um, what are you drinking tonight, sir? Bourbon. Bourbon. Always. Bourbon. Always you, drinking. You are, always you are a whiskey man. You are a whiskey man. That is for sure. Um, yeah, I'm I'm rocking a Guinness Stout. Is what I'm doing. So I just got some water today. Mm. Goose Island Matilda, 7.0. Goose Island. Yeah. None of these are sponsors, but should they want to throw us anything? Yeah. I'll always throw Chicago, Chicago made. I'll take it. Um, Joe, how was your Christmas? How was your New Year? Did, did Santa bring you anything fun? Did you do anything cool with the family? Um, with my kids, we had a pretty good Christmas with them. Uh, Santa did not bring me anything. Uh, my wife and I opted not to get presents for each other and so um to, for each other so did you like get stuff for yourselves oh not yet not yet <laughs> that was the that was the logic though that was the logic we All just right. got a certain amount of money to spend for ourselves and uh we haven't i'm waiting for an xbox series x so there you uh, go when they become when they available. actually become available right yeah. yep It'll probably be like 2030 or, by that point. Right. I was going to say, PlayStation 5 and Yeah. Everybody's going to have a vaccine before those things come off the scalper price. That's for sure. But yeah, um, worth the wait, though, from what I hear. From what I people hope. are saying, they're 
they're amazing. I mean, especially I'm if in, like like I'm you, enjoying like the you, PS5. I can only imagine Xbox. I was gonna say Christian got the well. PS5, right? Yeah, yeah you I got managed to jump on that day one pre-orders. I got super lucky. Literally um, between the time I placed my pre-order and then texted the link to my friend for him to place it, it sold out. So if I'd done it in the opposite order and texted the link first, I would have missed window. it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that real thing quick, is I finally enormous. saw. So I went to go see uh, a buddy of mine, and I just saw my first PlayStation Five in person, and I saw it in action with the speed and everything. Yeah. No lie, that thing loads up, loads up way too freaking fast. fast. It's ridiculous. Time. You don't oh, even have time my. to watch like what t- like one TikTok. No, it was <laughs> it, like like the whole thing was turned off. He pressed on. I think yeah. less than eight seconds. The PlayStation was on. Less than three seconds. Dark Souls. Or yeah. Demon Souls started, yeah, like, like right then and there, fully loaded. I was like, "Oh, that's my God. that's the norm for PS gaming." Dude. Or is that a oh? Is that a no? Um, they did a they did a Demon Souls remastered for PS5 oh, yeah. again. Yeah. Back to the remaster and re-release. Yeah. 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 Common. The, ga- I, the game that I've been playing that takes the longest to load is Assassin's Creed Valhalla, and even then, that's like twenty seconds at most. Well, if you've never seen Fallout Four, like loading screen where you're just oh, that's horrible. Like, that's like just like you could, you could watch like the entire extended cut of Lord of the Rings before that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anytime, anytime, like I booted up my save, I'm just zooming and spinning like the little character model that they have there for about like two minutes. I'm like, yeah. I'm oh yeah. <laughs> if you've ever played anybody who's played Skyrim or anything, oh yeah, like, yeah, like, sir. That load screen, you're just like zooming in, zooming out. Yeah, spinning they just give you like the same <laughs> six right. over and over again too. Yeah. Zoom in I got, again, spin around. I got my wife playing Skyrim now. Nice. And I, um, actually we had it all modded out. I modded it out for her to make her um look pretty in the game. And uh, on uh, Xbox or on Xbox. Okay. And um, and my nephews came in for the holidays and deleted it. Oh. And I actually, <clears throat> Actually, actually spent no. a portion of today re-downloaded it and figuring out which mods were there so she could start back up. Are they no longer with us? <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> we didn't find out until yesterday. My, oh. my wife's like, "I won't play Skyrim," and she fired it up, and it it was gone. on her. Uh, it's gone. And um, yeah. So as of tomorrow, they'll be no longer with us. Oh, uh, well, they're in Oklahoma, so they're safe. I mean, for now, safe for now, give a couple days. So basically, yeah. on their way out, on their way. Out. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, game, yeah. that game. It's not. We're all it's, joking, it's by the buggy. way. Yeah, completely <laughs> joking. No yeah, one will hurt anybody. We just want to throw it out there. It's buggy and glitchy, but that game I have played played it like four different times now on four different systems. <laughs> I bought I bought that game for you for your birthday. You did. You bought it for me for my birthday on the 360. Mm-hmm. Fell in love with it. Upgraded the Xbox One, ended up getting a copy for the PS3 uh, because I it was like at Goodwill for like two dollars, and yeah. I started up and fired up a game on that when I was on this big PS3 binge because I hadn't had that basically the whole lifespan of the console. And then now I have a Switch, and one of the first games I got was the Switch. But and, did you play Skyrim uh, on your Alexa? Yes. So okay. So there you go. Five. <laughs> Five. Do you guys know about this? You can play through Skyrim yeah. on your Alexa. Did you know this? Yes, no. we all saw the. No. Yeah, dude, it is, is hilarious. If, okay, so this is totally sidetrack of the conversation we're supposed to be having tonight, which is okay because y'all need to know this. If you don't, 
if you are even remotely a fan of like D and D and dungeons and done, you know, and, and like fantasy stuff and having a dungeon master and you're walking through like all these narrative stories and they tell you, or even texting, uh, text fantasy adventures ba- way back in the DOS days where it was choose just, your own adventure games. Right. Like it just types that. out, Hey, you see a door in front of you. Do you go through it? Do you turn around? Yeah. You know, like that sort of thing. So Alexa is the dungeon master for you and no. literally talks, talks through an entire adventure that you can have exploring Skyrim and fighting people and, and looting things and, and equipping stuff and upgrading your it's and it's, she's hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. So, so if you haven't we, checked out Skyrim on the Amazon Alexa and Echo app and all of that, you definitely need to check it out. Can we hook that up so we can have like a D&D episode? One oh, God, yeah, fun. I oh, think that would be so much okay. fun. Definitely I'll, I don't okay even hook that up. I will. I got you guys. I will set uh, us up an adventure. I will get me a character sheet. I've never played D and D. I, I want to play in D and D. I want to be amazing. into it. I will get into it. We're gonna get a whole another side sideline of live broadcasts that oh, are yeah. just around Alexa being our dungeon master. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> hilarious. So cool. Uh, Let's so get Joe, going. Yeah. Let's. Should we dive in? Was that, Do you Let's have anything else recap wise you wanted to cover, Joe? No. No fun with the kids for Christmas and getting an Xbox One X or Series X. Hopefully. Eventually, eventually. eventually. Yeah. Right. Cool. Very cool. So, okay, Star Wars. Star Wars. Star, Star Wars. Wars. This is where the I music would go, and then like the, the lighting change. You know. Yeah. Of all okay. of us that are here, I think Alberto, you're the one person who's kind of like, I like Star Wars, but yeah. <laughs> I don't know yeah. that I. I care yeah, enough uh, to get upset about Star Wars. If anybody was to, else's opinion, <laughs> if, if anybody was ever to like read our group chats and then they just look at like our any, private group our, chat, our personal, yeah. our, our our personal on Facebook conversations about this show that we have, yeah. it, it the behind the scenes. Yes. Oh my gosh! If anyone wants to view it and then look at my responses, and they're like, "This guy just responds with gifts all the times. Like he hasn't given, <laughs> he hasn't given anything to talk to." A brief, a brief summary would just be: stare at yourself in a mirror and argue with yourself in a mirror for six hours. That's about as productive as our group chats. Pretty are much. Pretty much. Yeah. I actually think it could be hilarious if we were to get like a script, like print yeah. them out and yeah. do a dramatic reading sometimes. Oh yeah. Everybody. That would be hilarious. I think we switch roles and we switch roles. Have you guys seen the those videos going online about the guy who like sings the like Facebook dramas? Yeah, yeah. That would be we just we just get him to do that for us. Yeah, Yeah. perfect. And and for those of you who are wondering about where our pointless debate segment has gone, I think it basically just shifted over to that. Yeah, which I think (laughs) we should we should bring it back. We're having with each other. Probably could go back, but yeah. the future of Star Wars. We have differing Big opinions. About this. Well, why don't we go into the well, announcements? Let's, let's have a yeah. I was going to say yeah. before we let's dive start into the official stuff. Opinion, yeah. Yes, let's let's get into the official. This is what is happening, and yeah. we might dive in. I think I think it's fair to say you can't have a healthy conversation about where all of this is going without acknowledging. What, what, it's do what has happened, where they went right, where they went wrong. Are they trying to correct stuff and all that? Yeah. So so we'll right. be acknowledging I, the past for sure. But 
this is where things are going. I've got a graphic yeah. here. Um, yeah, I got I got full descriptions of them all. We're ready to go, and uh, Christian's all lined up and ready to go here. Um, and then Dan, I, I sent you a new I, link. Let me see if I can find. Let me see here. Entire? Do I want the entire screen? Yeah, I guess I'll share the whole screen. We'll do that. Did you yeah. manage to get one pulled up, Bobby? Yeah. Okay. Oh, so well, here we go. Oh, never mind. So okay. So right. we got. So this is what we got. This is Lucasfilms officially. So you've got a few things on here. This graphic that are not technically Star Wars, like Willow, for example. Yeah. Got the, got Willow the majority of this is all Star Wars, starting with the Mandalorian. Yeah. So we'll jump. We'll we'll, we'll follow the order of this screen then. So Mandalorian season three. The only thing that we know about it is that it is filming some point after they're done filming the Book of Boba Fett. Which is which, not on the screen. Which is not on the it's screen. The it was announced yeah. after the fact. So Book of Boba Fett is coming yep. December 2021. It was, announced, it was announced in the end credit scene after the season finale of Mandalorian. It will be following Boba Fett and Fennec as they become the just kings of what was formerly Jabba's palace and all of the absolute nonsense they're going to get into doing that kingpin type yeah exactly so I, that, whatever whatever that's you want to call it we don't know that's taking the place of when originally mandalorian season three was supposed to release which was december of 2021 no right. so the, the original so kathleen kennedy who i'm not the biggest fan of just to be on record um she mixed that up he wanted to get that on record I want to get that on record. I'm not the biggest fan of Kathleen Kennedy. Um, I am a Dave Filoni, John Favreau fan the entire way, and we'll get into that later. Um, they were hired by Kathleen Kennedy, so you kind of have to thank her for that. It, just say it. Just, just say it. Anyways. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so it starts um, already. It's John already Favreau already. said um, during his interview on Good Morning America that they didn't announce Book of Boba Fett because they wanted to be um, a surprise at the oh, end. Oh, yeah, that 100% makes sense. So she mixed it up where because they're both kind of intermingled because yeah. yeah. Book of Boba will come out December 2021 followed yeah. by season three of The Mandalorian some shortly point. after. Yes. Yeah, at yeah. some point, which they don't have an official release date for. Um, I would imagine probably maybe January, February 2022, I would imagine. All right. Um, which Book of Boba Fett will be picking up immediately following the events of Mandalorian, I would imagine. So it'll be set in that same universe. Do we know? Do we know if Mandalorian season three and the first season of Book of Boba Fett are going to be taking place across the exact same period of time? I would imagine probably one another. Very, I would imagine very similarly. I don't think they'll. I imagine Boba Fett's getting his own thing. There is a rumor. Right. I'm just wondering, the, like, time, time, official timeline wise, are they running parallel to each other? I would imagine so. Not? At least, at yeah. least very closely together. Because we don't know necessarily how long after the events of Mandalorian season two that end credit scene was. That's true. That's very so, true. And then season two. So, but two new, uh, two brand new Disney Plus series will revolve in the same timeline. Of the Mandalorian, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to be taking place simultaneously. That's what Dan's no, asking. Right. Like, window, as far as like the grander scheme of it's after yeah. Return of right. the Jedi and before, yeah, same right. window. It's that, it's that same uh, window, and they're all going to tie into a grand, into a Marvel Cinematic Universe type thing. So I guess gotcha. this is one. The of next one where is the Rangers: of The New Republic. Yeah, it is. They What's have the not confirmed it. 
it, there's little to no description on this one. Okay. It is set within the timeline of the Mandalorian. It is expected that it will fe- heavily feature Gina Carano's Cara Dune from the Mandalorian. Okay. But she live has action, a lot of live action. No live action. It's mm-hmm. going to be set in the timeline of the new of the Mandalorian, and it's going to follow the kind of the, people are expecting that it will probably f- heavily feature the two pilot, ex, the two um, X-wing pilots from Mandalorian as well. Okay. Well, that's blue. So Dave Filoni is one. Of, I don't think it's going to have Dave Filoni in it. Wolf. His name was Wolf. And so I don't so think- just just for everybody who's not familiar with who Dave Filoni is exactly in relation to other Star Wars content for all of the not quite so, you know, in the know on this, because I'm not going to assume everybody knows yeah. who John Favreau and Dave Filoni is. So Dave Filoni is responsible for Bobby. He's responsible for the Clone Wars. He originally came from Avatar: The Last Airbender, and the then was animated series, by Lucas the animated series, not the movie. You and he was involved in Rebels as well, right? He was involved in Rebels. Yeah, he was the person who invented Ahsoka Tano, and he was personally groomed by George Lucas. So he is one of the people who, <laughs> in a very uh, non-inappropriate way, groomed. Yeah, no, but he was groomed. He was groomed where Dave Filoni was the Padawan and Lucas was the master. Yeah, he comes. Right. He comes from the old school mentality of right. George Lucas, which is not always a good thing. But thankfully, he seems to be taking the best parts of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and okay. So, so there and is, he's also there producer is, on the Mandalorian. Yeah, there's right. there some speculation as to exactly what that show will feature because there has been a lot of interesting comments and feedback online regarding Gina Carano for some personal opinions and comments she's made that we don't yeah. need to go into. Um, okay. so I think that the fact they haven't announced that yet means who knows. Okay. I the way I'm imagining it is that it'll probably be an ensemble show, if anything. Um, yeah. Oh, I mean the word Rangers. Yeah, exactly. It's plural. So that makes you think it's about a larger. I'm hoping it stars Bill Burr. I was hoping they're carving out. Yeah. I think that was a very, that was a very almost obvious to me spinoff setup there between him and Cara Dune. Yeah. Yeah. I I think that would, that would have been a phenomenal, uh, tie in. If Bill Burr, who was originally not a star Wars fan is, fan of the series yeah oh the next one on here is ahsoka yeah ahsoka um it's it's set in the same timeline as mandalorian i imagine it'll follow the follow after the events of live live action i'm sure live action with rosario dawson um Um, do you have a description for that one or not no 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 real information just confirming she's returning set in the timeline of mandalorian the next one Andor TV show will center on Cassian Andor, who was played by Diego Luna in Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, and this will take place before Rogue One, right? Uh, well, spoiler alert in case you haven't seen Rogue One. <laughs> I mean, it kind of has to. Yeah. yeah I mean, he, he no longer is among you know, the living. I don't know how you can. Yeah, kind of have to. Yeah. But, uh, okay. So cool. another live action one. Um, the one that I'm personally most excited about, the Obi-Wan Kenobi. I think there's a lot of people who would put this at the top of their list. Uh, yep. Which is going to be set 10 years after the events of Revenge of the Sith. Um, so halfway Obi- between... Obi-Wan Kenobi's uh, series with... Hayden Christensen returning as Darth Vader, which we've discussed in private. And I think it would be an interesting conversation now for us to kind of pause for a minute and well, discuss this. The, he's coming back, but obviously Obi-Wan is going to be... 
Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor! Who, after episode three, asked if he would ever be willing to come back, and he said, no, I'm done with Star Wars. Well, he talks. No, he didn't. He he said the entire time that he he would want to come back. No, he said, he said, I am at this point done with Star Wars and ready to move on to other projects. Mm -hmm. Um, But that was was like a long time ago. True. He has been done other projects, and Mm -hmm. I think now he's like, yeah, ready to come back back to it. So my question to you guys is, because I know we talked about this briefly in the chat, but I think it's a good conversation for us to pause here and talk about is Hayden Christian's coming back as Darth Vader. Do you think they they almost have to bring James Earl Jones back as the voice? And if so, what does that leave Hayden Christensen to be or do? So for me, I think Hayden Christensen got the brunt end of George. George Lucas is a great visionary, but he is not the best character director and or, write. I, or write or, or dialogue writer. Mm-hmm. And I think he didn't, he got the brunt of that and he was a relatively young actor. I hate sand. I hate sand. It gets everywhere. <laughs> Um, so I think if anything, we had to say that line's got to come up at some point, and well, yeah, oh, yeah. Well, so yeah, get it I, out of the way. But, um, I, I mean, you can definitely have this inner, tr- I mean, it was teased in Rogue One, um, just him in the back to tank. Can you do mm-hmm. force visions? Can you do, um, you know, internal monologue? Can you yeah. do, um, you know, if not flashbacks, at least a visual yeah, flashback to the that's, Joe, that's exactly kind of where I'm thinking is a lot of the struggle that he will be dealing with is going to be not just, I, I don't, it's called Obi-Wan Kenobi for a reason, which means that it's centering around Obi-Wan. And I have a feeling a lot of the personal internal struggle that he's going to be dealing with is his own mistakes, his own failures and the ways that he allowed Anakin to fall and be tempted and pulled to the dark side as his last official apprentice, which is thus going to require showing moments in the past that were bigger than the animated show and bigger than obviously the actual episodes and the movies, which is going to require Hayden Christensen coming back to play Anakin, uh, not just Darth Vader. Yeah. And so Alberto, I know because you grew up with the original, with the prequel trilogy like I did. We grew up mm-hmm. in that same kind of era. And so I feel like you might have a similar opinion to me or you might not. I personally feel like as iconic as the James Earl Jones voice is for Darth Vader, I almost wouldn't be opposed. Careful now. Careful now. I almost wouldn't be You're opposed about to, make some to people mad, Christian. <laughs> getting that Hayden Christensen version of that, even if it's an internal monologue like you guys said getting his take on that because I, I you you're bringing him back for this he's gotta be do something for it he, like he's gotta be substantial and so i guess alberto my question my I, I what are you what are your thoughts as somebody who grew up seeing him advance in this character what do you think uh okay well i'm gonna ignore dan's dan's warning but <laughs> <laughs> that's okay um, that's okay <laughs> You guys, so, you guys do all the time anyway. That's okay. No big deal. <laughs> um, my opinion is that, as has been kind of mentioned already pretty several times anytime we talk about Star Wars, I don't really have an attachment with a lot of the original cast. Um, if something else happens, like specifically, like when it comes to like the voice, 
Um, I've seen this kind of issue happen in like animes that I like, where sometimes the English uh, dub from like the Japanese original audio. You know, there's a lot of affliction missing. There's a lot of uh, dialect missing, or there's just a lot of just like emotions uh, missing whenever it's translated like that. So I can kind of see the worry that maybe if you use Hayden's voice, it might not have the same weight as using the original voice. Yeah. So, but to kind of you know the roundabout answer is I'm not attached to it. If it happens, it happens. My major concern at this point, and with every single Star Wars thing, can the story just be good? And that's all I sincerely care about. Yeah. Can the story just be good? Because I, um, I, I'm gonna ruffle feathers with this thought, but I feel that like Star Wars is the one saga that has the most inconsistent level of quality across an entire mm-hmm. set of medium. And 100%. it's because it's changed hands. Like you look at Lord of the Rings, everything. Really? Bi- well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Besides yeah, like the Hobbit stuff. I'm immediately but, thinking the X-Men franchise going, that's like, but that's, that, but that's not necessarily one cohesive story from beginning yeah. to end. They it's tried. To be. That's tried. what I'm saying. That's it's what I'm supposed saying. to be, but it's not, it's not what it's what I'm saying. Anyways, Alberto, yeah, continue. But, yeah. But, um, what I was going to say is that like, I don't know. I've, um, I found it hard to jump into Star Wars because I remember just rewatching everything leading up to episode seven, as I mentioned in the past. It was tough sometimes because you're watching one thing and it's good and then you get to the next episode and you're like, the hell happened? And that that feeling happens with a lot of the mediums. It even happens with the video games. Like if you play Battlefront, it's a lot of fun. And if you play, you know, um, Knights of the Republic, it's a lot of fun. But then at the same time, if you play like that N64 one, Shadows Empire or whatever, the one that has... Oh, like, Shadows of the fun. Empire? Who's you guys like that? Yeah. What are you talking oh, about? Yeah. You, guys, you, you guys are something. You guys are something. I, I have a know. knife in my heart, dude. I played oh. that one two or three I, times. It was Dude, no. my 12th birthday was no. all Star Wars. That was when no. the original trilogy got re-released special edition on VHS and in the same week Shadows of the Empire came out and I stayed up until like 3 a.m. watching and playing and consuming all things Star Wars on my birthday. And my parents I said didn't nothing watch- about it because it was my birthday. Joe, I didn't watch yeah, my first Star Wars movie until my late teens. My first Star Wars game was, I think, like age seven or eight when I played Squ- uh, Oh my God, I cannot say it. Road Squadron on the N64. And to me, like that has still been game. my most favorite Every Star game. Wars game to jump back into, which makes no sense because I don't understand the story or these <laughs> ships. Like, I remember playing it with my friend. And he goes, Oh, look, it's the Starfighter. And I'm like, It's the yellow ship? Yeah, dude, it's pretty cool. It's pretty sick. I've never seen the movie yet. And then once I start watching the movies and I start seeing like the importance of Millennium Falcon, because I remember I had a cheat code book and you were able to unlock it. And I saw yeah, the buddy. big ship. And I thought the same thing that they said in episode seven. I was like, this big old piece of junk, like, like this is the thing that you gotta unlock with a cheat thing code. Is garbage. Who is that? <laughs> and then I grew All up right, like, garbage it'll do. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> and then I grew up and I was like, this is the best ship in the game, and no one better say anything bad about this game. <laughs> I will defend Fair that enough. one for sure. Joe. All right, leave a comment, y'all listening. Shadows of the Empire. Oh, good or bad video game? Does it hold up? Is it still all right? I don't know. I've Is never it played it. Game? I'm just trolling. They removed it from being canon. It was officially canon for a season, but yeah. The book. The book. I've got the comic, the dude. I got the comic of it, even. So, all right, Joe. What's up? Ch- chime in here, dude. What do you think? Like, 
Obi-Wan, Hayden Christensen coming back. Like, are you are you thinking it better be James Earl Jones as Darth Vader's voice, or does it not matter much to you? I personally it doesn't matter much for me. Really? Um, I, yeah. I think I think what they will do is they will modify Hayden Christensen's voice to mimic it as a younger version of Darth Vader, kind of like what Rebels is doing. I, I just started Rebels, and uh, just oh, yeah, maybe just, I could see them taking one of the other voice actors that has already kind of established themselves as that voice and carrying yeah. it over. I could see that. Just finished uh, season one, and they introduced Darth Vader at the end of season one. Um, his voice is Darth Vader, but it's not James Earl Jones. Yes, so. yeah, that was James Earl Jones. Was it really? Yeah. That was James Earl Jones. And in Rogue One, it was the one in the video game in Fallen Jedi was not um, James Earl Jones. And Rogue One was James Earl Jones. That's what I kind of thought. Like, I feel like, I don't know, dude, when I hear Darth Vader and it's not James Earl Jones, it just feels off. Like, I get that it's Darth Vader, but even in like, was he was that James Earl Jones in Rogue One? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was right. And, yeah, and like, I think that's James Earl Jones. He is an immense. He's an awesome actor. He's Mufasa yeah. forever. But I don't think playing a younger version of himself. I I think Joe just said he's eighty nine years old right now. Right. Um, I don't think it may and. You you replaced Chewbacca. You replaced a lot of other characters. You replaced Boba Fett. But um, you, there are people behind costumes and masks, and like it's not. Yeah, but I I don't think he's able to keep up with the character, though. I don't I, think, especially maybe. if you're supposed to play that's, an eighty nine year old supposed to play a forty year old, a thirty two year old, thirty two forty something. Right. Because but that's where like, Darth Vader's voice is already process to some degree and always has been a little bit so i feel like i don't know i mean i part of me would want to be holding reservation on officially knowing whether or not it's the right move only if this could not even matter they it, like it could not even be a question they have no like it could be 100 percent james Earl jones just something i was bringing up as an option because i feel right. like and i what, i think they should the at least bring the option to do it yeah, and what's the point of bringing no. Hayden back if he's going to just be stuck behind a mask, not having any vocal lines? He's got to. There's got to right. be something for him to do, and that's where I think his role in this series is not going to be Darth Vader as the dude in the suit. I really don't. I think his role is going to be substantially more than just being a guy in a suit. Yeah, and him even giving the dialogue of the guy in the suit. Like I think yeah. most his presence in the show is not going to be him in the official Darth Vader outfit. That's my take on it. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I think so too. Yeah. And then an additional piece of uh, a rumor that did get released uh, yesterday, I think it was, is that supposedly in addition to Book of Boba Fett and potentially Mandalorian season three, that Tamara Morrison might be filming scenes as Commander Cody for the hmm. Obi-Wan Kenobi show. Oh, that would be awesome. He looks so old now, though. Like that—that's another no, example. Of, like, how do you get a an aging? The clone troopers advance aging take over. Oh, okay. They confirmed that it's Commander Cody all the way in. Man, they are milking um, every minor character. 
Oh my or, god. That was Rex. Aaron. I apologize. Rex right. was yeah. in Rex was in Return of the Jedi. Yes, they are right. milking every minor character possible in Star Wars. Holy yeah, cow. Like Commander Cody is like a big thing in the like, okay, come on. Which like, brings us to the next one on our right. list. Yep. I was that's a good segue. Um, the bad batch. The Bad Batch is an an animated series. It is about a group of clones from the Clone Wars. They are genetically, I don't know if you want to say misfits, they're malformed, they're malfunctioning, like that sort of stuff. They are not the perfect clones. In other words, they've got a little bit more of a mind of their own. Yeah, it is an and it's an animated series. And the heavy, heavy rumor is that the Bad Batch will be the group who rescues Grogu from Order 66. That is the current leading speculation and rumor on the interwebs mm-hmm. obviously no sense of official source to back I that up i think if you're gonna hear and this takes us back to last week's conversation and you forgot to tell us christian but i personally think if that's the direction they go in that's where we end up hearing grogu's first words and fennec which, will oh sorry which you had speculation on it being what what are his first words going to be you, i you think theory last I, week and yes. you didn't get to it I think that either in a series finale episode or a season finale episode for Mandalorian, because I don't think he's done on Mandalorian. I think he is too ingrained in that show's core to be done. So I think either a season or a series finale, we get one of two options, and it depends on which way they want to go with this. His first words will either be, this is the way, or the way this is. If they want to make it, so that is just the way. That. They just want to make it that that is the way that race speaks. Or if we just find out, yeah, Yoda was just a lunatic. Yoda, Yoda just had a few screws loose in his yeah. um, communication. So um, can I throw something in about the bad yeah, for before Bobby? Yeah, Fennec Shaw, who mm-hmm. is who showed who appeared originally in the Mandalorian, will cross over into the Bad Batch. She was shown really? in the trailer, and Ming Shaw. I'm sorry, um, I'm Ming Nawen. Sorry, thank you. Um, she is confirmed to voice her in oh. the Bad Batch. Interesting. So yep. there's official crossover there. I personally, I, I could see, I could see that being part of that show, yeah. and Gro- Grogu being again kind of the, <laughs> the 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 fetch quest glue <laughs> that holds the narrative together and gets it off its feet because they already acknowledged the fact that they have a huge, huge hit with Grogu. You throw that guy in anything and people are going to eat it up. So if you want to get an animated series off the ground, put Grogu in it for sure. I, I without a doubt. And so I, I could definitely see that happening. And Christian, sure. when does this take place? The bad batch? The bad batch the they, they didn't specify, but from the trailer, it, uh, I haven't watched the trailer, so you'll have to. Oh, the trailer. I, I'm imagining it's probably right around Order 66, right? Yeah, it is. It's yeah, it's yeah. around that range, right? Yeah. You can yeah. see in the, in the uh, clip Palpatine talking to the Order, talking yeah. to the, the yeah. clones. So, so I wonder if, like, if he's going to be, if Grogu is in it, is he going to be mute the entire time, like he was in the Mandalorian, or is there going to be like a no? He actually has been able to speak the whole time. But then he's because he was so because he was in hiding for so long, maybe and traumatized, he's yeah. just kept his mouth shut like a kid yeah, that gets traumatized and chooses not to say anything. Definitely until, possible, yeah. So 
Next one on here is uh, uh, Star, so Wars Vision. so Star Wars Visions is an interesting one because it's not. I know nothing about this one. It's not technically a necessarily like series. So it is a okay. anthology series and it's going to be following a bunch of anime creators bringing their talents to the Star Wars universe. They, okay. have, not, they have not confirmed what that's going to entail, if it's going to be canonical things, if it's just going to be... Uh, they, they really have not released a ton of information. Lego Star Wars be, Christmas special. Hey, we'll yeah. just do whatever we want. I'm wondering if this might be more like almost like a Star Wars what if type series. Or like... um. I'm trying to think of like that that the Matrix um, anthology one. Ma- I was going to say yeah. the Matrix anthology, and then oh, there was a Batman. Matrix, there was a Batman was one too when the yeah. Dark Knight came out, where they had a collection of different shorts, all done. So I'm by thinking that's kind of what it's. Oh, here it's going to be. Here, hold on. I just found a. Uh, I have it in the uh, description. I have it in our file. Oh, you put it in there now? I, I it's, no, it, it should be in there. It's uh, it's on the second page. You have to. Oh, go oh there to it the is. I yep, apologize. Sorry. Ten ten fantastic fantastic vision episodes. Um, ten, be, ten episodes by ten different yeah, from several artists. of the leading from, from several of the leading Japanese anime studios offering a fresh and diverse cultural perspective to Star Wars. So that's that that's their approach to see how much more interest can they drum up overseas outside of yeah, the, I think so. The U.S. and Europe yeah. probably agreed. Um, that's their that's their yeah. Dipping yeah. the toe in the water to see if they can exactly. get more people hooked on the franchise and how much interest yeah. there is there. So. Exactly. Okay. Next one, Lando. Lando. Uh, it's live an event action or live action. Live is action. It? It's, it's this one is being called an event series, so probably just a one season type deal, unless it gets like crazy pop, like crazy okay. positive reviews. I'm almost 100 percent positive they did not confirm. It's got to be Donald Glover. It's got to be a young man. It's got to be Donald Glover coming back. There's no way we get a 95 year old Billy D. Williams (laughs) series. He was was nice to see him. Find out together. (laughs) It was nice to see him in Star Wars again, but yeah, it's not exactly have the world's greatest performance in that movie. No, yeah, it's so it's got (laughs) to be. Give him time to work with, but it wasn't. It wasn't. Donald Glover killed it in Solo. He did such a good job. Yeah. I, it's got to be. It's got to be following a young him. I, they haven't confirmed timeline placement, so I would imagine it would. It, in my personal opinion, it's probably going to be a prequel to Solo. Okay, that's my opinion. But it could be anything. It could be taking prequel? place between Solo and A New Hope, possibly. I'm, I'm not uh, sure. I'm I'm seeing them build off of Solo and lead towards a potential sequel to Solo if they think it's. Yeah, it's possible enough, too. It's just personal. If it's enough interest, I could see yeah. them seeing how much of a hit it is, and then yeah, and then pick it yeah. up from there with the new movie or a solo. Yeah, the only reason I'm saying a prequel is because then it gives you the option, an opportunity to still have Lando with the Millennium Falcon. Adds in for yeah, more. You could still bring tools. in cameos, and you could yeah, bring in the you could, solo. And and it would be an it would be an option to bring him all across the board here. back as well. Possibly, you could bring him back as Han Solo. Even yeah, they're bringing like yeah. everybody, all of these definitely possibility and crossover people yeah. with. And that could even then shows. potentially, if we don't get a solo two, maybe we get a solo event series. Yeah, it could be next one. Maybe wait. Maybe oh. you'll see him at the Battle of Tanab. There you go. See his little maneuver that he brags about to Han Solo <laughs> in Return of the Jedi. There you go. There uh, you go. Next Which one is, is very good. Next one is the Acolyte. It is Here set in the high, the high Republic era. 
Um, it's officially described as a mystery th thriller that'll take viewers into a galaxy of shadowy secrets and emerging dark side powers in the final days of the High Republic era. Mm -hmm. This it's is one I feel like 400 years before. Yeah, I was gonna say this is one I feel like Joe okay, will have a better idea of describing kind of what might this entail because that's more his realm this of expertise. Technically, so this is still this is still well after um, the uh, the old republic. republic. Yep. It's still well after the old republic, but it's um, set in so four hundred years in front of uh, episode one. Right. Okay. Mystery right. thriller leads me to think potentially a Game of Thrones esque vibe, maybe. Well, I or like a um, house where, of, maybe okay. like a House of Cards vibe, even potentially. And here's here's where I feel, and Joe, you can disagree with me on this if you want or not, but this right here is a great example of personally where I, I think the most opportunity lies for generating genuinely new star wars content um like if you really want to try and have the series move past the skywalker stuff if you want to have it move past like all of that other stuff that everybody's been getting so upset about like there's so much content there mm -hmm. and so much lore and you have like, 400 years of thousands Thousands, theoretically, thousands of years. Thousands of years I'm just, of I, was, I was specifically saying Jedi from, and Sith from and the acolyte forward. Like the Sith, legitimately, like the always, like the rule of two was not necessarily a, a staple of the Sith order its entire existence. Like yeah. there were planets and bases and and temples of just like a Jedi temple building a school that was dedicated to training people in the ways of the Sith. And amidst all of that, there was, yes, a master and apprentice relationship going on, not unlike the Jedi had for themselves, but there's so much potential there yeah. to, to build off of that. You don't have to have it tied down to anything. You can build your own narrative, build your own story without it being officially tied into anything with the new films and having to worry about having it fit officially with anything that happened just a few years before or just you know one question. generation removed or whatever so question for you guys does anybody know off the top of their head how old yoda was in like any of the movies he's, he's 900, 900 years old in uh, empire strikes back okay so we could old, realistically so. get a prime yoda in this oh absolutely that's, so, that's yeah. like that he's sure. actually um there's some comic book series featuring the high republic and he is about a hundred years old and he's traveling with a bunch of jedi so that's official right now yoda in his prime before he was officially given the the role of grandmaster yeah and all right that. so he's yeah. a master because he's about a hundred ish Based uh, on the description, it seems like the show might focus more on the Sith and on the dark side and their kind of rise to power. So definitely an intriguing one. The that gets me really excited. I'm glad it's definitely the one that I know the least about as far as lore goes going into it. Mm -hmm. um, the next one, the one is one I feel like it's the one with the most potential, if you ask yeah. me. Like all I this agree. other stuff is great. I, I love like trying to flesh out all the details and we've talked about how i think they're using a lot of this stuff to try and fill in 
some of the gaps that the movies have left as the series is done consistently. But that particular one, I, I'm really excited because it has the most opportunity to bring genuinely, radically new, fresh stuff that doesn't officially have to be constantly tied down to everything that happened before it or whatever. So, yeah. In my in my opinion, they're going to take Acolyte, they're going to take a Jedi, and have us sympathize with him or her, and understanding why they went to the dark side. Uh, and I think that that once they become a Sith, we're we're going to be like, he'd be almost like an anti-hero. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I, mean. I could I could see it going that route. I could also see it becoming uh, the type of thing that for an audience starts to build out exactly what they're talking about throughout the entire series when they say bringing balance to the force like what what the hell does that mean exactly well that requires having having an understanding of and sympathetic plight with why people are drawn to the dark side why some people are drawn to the light side what that tension is all about like i could almost see watching that out is really really good i i I hope they do that with it being as a mystery thriller that's what they're tagging it as i could almost see it being like a dexter vibe of like following a sith just like straight up from the beginning following a sith and giving us that character that we shouldn't love. Yeah. But making them in a way that they're the main character of the show. Yeah. And it'll it'll force us to grow an attachment to this character. And yeah. Bobby, what do you think? You you had something. Well, I was gonna I'm going off of uh I think we might have posted it, but um I'm going back to the Dave Filoni, George Lucas philosophy of what balance is about oh. someone who's healthy right. and a healthy balance. Um, you it's cancer free, right? So you're, you're, if you're, if you're eating the right type of foods, you're, you're exercising, your 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 body's balanced. It's on the light side. And if it gets cancer, you're putting bad stuff in it. It's to the darker side. You know, it's that, that mm. quick fix stuff. And that's what the dark side essentially is. It's that quick fix. It's that drug. It's yeah, it's easy to use, but the more you use it, the more it starts taking you away and the more it starts influencing you. Right. So but I that's think, essentially I think what the balance. I also think there's there's something to be said about the um the nature of how the force is constantly fighting for balance and how the force is really the thing that is ultimately dictating the balance in the universe. And and there's there's a rant that um uh freddie prince jr Jr., yes when that's what i was just trying to go trying to voice i was was, trying to voicing he 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 voiced um which character was it in rebels he voiced uh he was the jedi uh his name kanan there we go yeah but he went on this profanity ridden rant which was hilarious and spot on about how everything that happens is all about the force creating and fighting for that balance of both light and dark and that the whole gray jedi stuff in the middle all the stuff that existed in the books is not officially the way that george lucas wrote 
canonically how the force operates in the universe. It binds everything together. There's good, there's bad, it's light, it's dark, and it's all about keeping that balance. And everything that happens when someone dies, when someone triumphs, when someone chooses to go to the dark side and throw the thing out the window, the force comes back and does something that dictates it move back to a place of balance. It's all right. about so I would love if showing the darker side of that, they show how that balance and back and forth, like canonically how that fit generations ago and laid the foundation of everything that we see now. But And maybe um, talk about the prophecy for the one to bring balance right, to the force. Right, right. Which I mean, this I mean, this is a conversation maybe. Do we know if that prophecy has ever officially canonically actually happened? George Lucas has said it was has there been an official ruling and, on it that it's Anakin. And, Did George said it was Anakin? And then also in The Rise of Skywalker, you have Hayden Christensen saying to Ray in the final moments, you can bring balance back to the force like I have. Did he? Did, was that line in there? I missed it. It was, it was it wasn't it wasn't it was something along those lines. It was okay. something along those lines, but Hayden said that it to Ray in her for when the when all the Jedi were talking to the her. Whole, like, yeah, yeah, whole, and she which, have you guys have you guys seen that fan edit where they have all yeah, the actual force ghosts? Billion times better than the actual movie. It the you know I'm gonna save this. We're gonna get to this in a minute. Or Let's go it. back to that later. Let's go back yeah. to. I think that's another. The, the, oh, the last the one next here officially is the next a show. Wars, the droid story. Droid Story. It is an animated adventure movie. It'll feature a new droid being guided by C-3PO and R2-D2. Mm, sounds boring. It sounds awful. No, we don't need that. <laughs> it's the kid show. You know, they had to get one in here. I get it, but there's so many, like... <sighs> and it features a new droid. It's an animated movie. It's going to be like a... Like, a new like, droid. Of course. Special. New... Why? Yeah. Okay, so why... Why do we need a new another new droid? Like <laughs> Spaceballs 2, the search for more money. Yeah, exactly. Because, because the number one thing, no matter what, when you're making a franchise, can you make a toy of it? Merchandising. Just, yeah, get it. Merchandising, merchandising, merchandising. And I get I get like it, it goes all the way back to the fact that. Star Wars is at its core something that was originally and has always been base target is is kids falling in love with this stuff and then growing up with it and providing deeper levels of content and newer stuff for them to consume as a more mature human being. But uh, I don't know the droid thing. I just don't. It's 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 a, it's, a, it's an animated movie. It'll show up. It'll people will forget about it. The kids will love it and move on with it. You know, like, or they like won't, and they won't do it again. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Is uh, it is it ideally going to be like a canonical anime? I would imagine movie? so. Is it going to be connected with rebels? in there, I would imagine so. They haven't, well, they haven't, they haven't said anything timeline wise. The 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 life journey the the lego journey life thing that wasn't canonical i was going to say the christmas story or the Chris, the holiday special yeah, yeah. was not um, canonical not even remotely canonical i would I, imagine they that everything that. they announced for this event is going to be canonical except for maybe visions cuz that's like a 
Yeah, maybe. And then, oh, and then the bo- bottom one here, Rogue Squadron. Rogue Squadron, which is a movie directed by Patty Jenkins, who directed both Wonder Woman movies. Animated uh, or live action? No, live action film. To, uh, follow a group of Rebel Alliance starfighter pilots and their adventures in a teaser. Uh, the Patty, Patty Jenkins directed the dedicated the film to her father, who was a fighter pilot who lost his life in line of duty. Interesting. Interesting note here: at a press event for Wonder Woman eighty four, Chris Pine slipped and said that he's read Patty Jenkins's full script for the movie. <laughs> wow! Which immediately led to speculation that he's going to be potentially the lead. He's going to be in that movie, of course. They're not going to just drop it unless she was like, hey, read my script. Tell me yeah. what you did. But like, also, why would she do that if she didn't want him in the movie? Yeah, they they keep those scripts on. Yeah. So, he's the best World War One fighter pilot that can fly a, a fighter jet out of the, <laughs> out of the Smithsonian without was full of gas and ready to take off at a moment. Ready to ago. go. Is ready to go, and then it's not, and then it's not on the list for decades, and ready to go. It's not on the list, but there is also an unnamed, un really zero information Star Wars movie coming at some point, directed by Taika Waititi. Yeah, all right, Taika Waititi. Um, that is uh, all of our announcements. We'll move on. We'll move on from the Wonder Woman thing because some people here still haven't seen it. Yes, uh, thank you. After watching (laughs) Wonder Woman eighty four. I have serious doubts. Go. Move on. Move on. I haven't the seen Rogue it. Rogue Squadron. I haven't seen it. I already got some I already got something spoiled from you guys. Just let's move on. I don't want to talk about it. Okay. I have I don't have any doubts because what the first Wonder Woman movie was amazing. So she obviously can do it well. It was. Um we'll see what happens. Yeah. We'll see what happens. So, um should we talk about the current any more rumors that are currently going on right now before we talk about our predictions? I mean, I think they kind of flow together. Obviously, the big one is that Mark Hamill is rumored to possibly be talking about coming back because of the return of Luke Skywalker was so overwhelmingly positive. Uh, positive. Yeah. So uh, handled very positively by the community. So they're talking about him coming back. Do we think it would be it'd have to be a voiceover for an animation, or it would have to be? I can't imagine them doing a full live maybe, action. Aging. Well, I mean, I could see if they were to do live action anything. Um in any of these series that led up to the moment where Kylo betrays everybody and destroys his school and leaves everything in ruin. I could see him physically coming back to do an old Luke Skywalker, do an old Luke Skywalker to show that moment, to show maybe some of the training, some of the stuff that led up to that moment. Um, So that it looks like it was more than just, he had a bad dream and decided to try and kill his nephew, which obviously there's more going on to I'm, it. I'm but hoping, are they ever going to show it? That's the question. I'm hoping that they're going to go in a different direction. You're look, it possibly could. I, there, there's a very good possibility that Dave Filoni, John Favreau, and everyone will just be filling in the blanks to the sequel trilogy and making it flesh out. That is but I'm totally hoping funny. beyond hope 
that this is my hope. Do you you want them to retcon everything after Return of the Jedi? Do you really want them to do that? I want them to retcon the sequel trilogy. Okay, uh, let me ask you a question real quick off the the, the bat. No, I think... I'm just saying, this is my hope. I think why? I'm going... Other, other, other than the movies are bad, why? Yeah. Why, why get rid of and and remove Carrie Fisher's last last moments of being Princess Leia? Why get rid of that? Because she's not going to come back and do Princess Leia anymore. So if you retcon all of that, what about Princess exactly. Leia? You eradicate you all the Star Trek you, movies. What do you and do? And they're still so good. You've retconned Star Trek Four. Ahura, Scotty, everyone has been retconned into different characters now. Right. So you can definitely that's, retcon. That's completely different. The, entire, the entirety of that franchise was rebooted to go all the way back to the very, very beginning of everything. That's totally different than Star Wars. They recasted all of their characters and started every character, everything. And they went all the way back to them being at the very, very, very beginning of their training in Starfleet and in, in Star Trek. Are you saying that's what you want them to do is go all the way back? I did not say that. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. If you want to redo the sequel trilogy, then you are removing all of these core characters, last performances and last two thirds of the original trilogy's main stars, final moments as their characters, because Harrison Ford will never come back as Han Solo. He barely, he only came back because they agreed to kill him. And you're removing Carrie Fisher's last moments because she can't come back because she's dead, unfortunately. So, so what you're saying is that you hate. Believe me, I don't like the new trilogy. But what you're saying is that you're okay with removing two thirds of the original trilogy's main stars' final arcs and never having a satisfying conclusion to those characters. Just out of spite for those movies, sure. If you're gonna make me, if you're gonna pint, if you're gonna put me in the corner, yes, let's do that. Let's put that in the focus of I want the character of Princess Leia, everything that I remember of Princess. Look, I liked Carrie Fisher's performance, I liked Mark Hamill in The Last Jedi. I wish they made him even a bigger jerk in The Last Jedi. Right, but um, I liked I liked the character. I liked the idea of Ray, but I do not think that they had a proper story. And yes, Star Wars has always evolved as the story. There's, but there was always a basic framework. There was nothing going into the shit show of the sequel trilogy. Force Awakens was a rehash. It was which. I enjoyed. I liked it. I sat down. I wanted more. The Last Jedi, I sat down. I'm like, hmm, interesting take. I want to see how this happens. I wasn't happy with the whole movie, but I liked a lot of parts of it. Rise of Skywalker, I was fairly disappointed because they did not stick the landing. If they stuck the landing of The Last Jedi, it would have been a better movie. Y'all are making me and the worst right. Star Wars movie and the rise of Skywalker. I really, it bothers me so much. I didn't like that movie at all. I really didn't. But you anyway, I, did, but I, you're didn't asking like, me. I didn't like the rise of Skywalker, but to Christian's point last week, that's what we have. That's what we have. That is Star Wars. And everything about Star Wars has always been appreciating it more 
in context after they fill in all the details through all these other mediums. We just got done looking at this massive list of everything else they have coming out, and it's all going to be about filling in the details, filling in the blanks, and explaining all of the plot holes and stuff that doesn't make sense in the movie itself. Let me yep. finish what I was about to say. Yeah. Christian, can I just have one minute before I let you talk? I'm just waiting. Okay, waiting. just wait, and I will, and I will let you go on. Okay, one. I'd like to say something. Yeah, I, I want to. I, I just yeah. want to. Oh, all right, because oh. I told, I said, I want it to happen, but I'll be whatever they give me. I'm still gonna watch it. Okay, now it's Star Wars. Use, it's Star Wars. Okay, I'm still probably Thank gonna. You. All right, I'm still going to see it no matter what, whether they reboot it or not. But I would like to see Ahsoka Tano reboot it using inner sequel trilogy. If that happens, great. If not, and they fill in it and I have a deeper appreciation, I'll be happy with that. I was big on hating the prequel trilogy for a while. Now I have an appreciation of it. And now and I'm older, I see it in a different limelight and they filled in some of the gaps. I have a better appreciation of it. So that's all I have to say about it. Christian, go for it. Okay. My question for you is because of the fact that rebooting it we would not be able to get a conclusion to those those character stories. You are in agreement with that, right? I don't know if they're going to happen. I don't know if that's going to happen. But I, I'm thinking, so like if if they rebooted the trilogy, they're, they're, there's no chance for us to get a conclusion to Carrie Fisher's Princess Leia story, Harrison's Ford's Han Solo story. Perhaps we could get we could get Mark Hamill's Luke Skywalker back, maybe. But, but it's so, their twilight. It's their twilight years. Right? So, so if you if you reboot, if you reboot the movie, you'd have to if you want that to do, you'd have to recast those characters. We're in agreement with that. Yes, that is a fact. Yes, you would have to recast right. the characters. So, yeah. What is the benefit to re to retconning those movies, erasing them from existence? If we're not going to get a, a satisfying conclusion to those characters that we love, why not just go in a different direction? That can still have happened. We can just have a story in a completely different section of the universe. We, we already talked last week no, about recasting Luke yeah. Skywalker and filling no, in everything from there's Jedi. No benefit. There's no benefit to retconning those movies. Totally agree. If you're sure. not going to retell the, that that same story in a better version, which nobody would want to see them recast Princess Leia for two movies with a different older actress, nobody would want that. You wouldn't want to see them recast an old Han Solo. If you were going to re, if we're going to recast those characters, you'd want to see them recasted younger and earlier stories told. So I'm at, my question to you is, what is the benefit to retconning those movies if you're not going to get a conclusion to the story that we already have built up? Joe, please say something. <laughs> oh boy here we go here we go it's very strapping um they're retconning it from mandalorian on they're gonna recast luke leia and han solo those are the actors we're going to get in the years to come much much like robert downey jr in the iron man series we're going to get years out of these characters we it's already about, did but it's not about the actors. It's not about the actors. It's about the characters that they played. And they're going to rewrite the story. Dude. But why? Y'all are... Okay, so here's here's the thing. We are forgetting... <laughs> you guys... The I would like Bobby to answer the question real quick. Do you... Dan, before you go off. I would like Bobby to answer okay. the question. What, 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 benefit, again? what benefit do you get from retconning the sequel trilogy... If you're not going to get a satisfying conclusion to those main character stories, what what benefit is there? 
a satisfying conclusion to those characters using characters with different actors or right. technology because it's Disney and people so go you, back on the people will go back on their world. Money is a factor, right, in everyone's decision. You got Harrison Ford recasted in another Indiana Jones movie after he said he was going to swear off the character. Okay, so you can put Indiana Jones again. You can pay people the states. People, Disney already owns the images, likeness, and sounds of their of these characters forever, or until the patent ends. So you can make a satisfying conclusion. You can make a thousand different parallel worlds. You can have a visions of. You can have Mark Hamill do voiceover for Visions as the Watcher or whatever, as different outcomes and watching different future possibilities. That would There's, that would be so. So what? So what I'm hearing from you is, and I would like you to confirm if this is correct. Sure. So what I'm hearing from you is, is you would rather see an ending to Princess Leia's story with a different actress. Then just accept what we got. I had fun with Carrie Fisher. I loved her in it. I loved every one of it. I'm glad to. See, I'm more to get more Star Wars in it as whatever I can get it. However, I can get more Star Wars. I'm happy to get it with Carrie I, Fisher. Hopefully, with their state, they'll give her a blessing, and everything's gonna change it around. So, Joe. All right, I have a question for Christian. Yes. What satisfying ending did you get for Leia with Carrie Fisher? I didn't get a satisfying ending in my opinion. But the ending I got. No, listen, Thank you, Joe. No, listen to me. Are I'm you not, kidding me? Sh- I listen. Yeah. Here's the thing. I, it, it wouldn't be the ending that I chose. No, I, I'm 100% agreement. I would have chosen a different ending, but it's the ending we got. And I would rather not have Carrie Fisher's legacy be disrespected by them recasting a character to retell the ending of her story. Just her, of, her story. It is Christian, it is her choice to go back and do that character the way that she, as the proprietor of that character, chose to play out that role in the what's what's, what's happening here is and she okay she characters that you don't give you don't care about just just let just let them make new characters you can let the past die here's the deal Carrie Carrie Fisher (laughs) Carrie Fisher's performance as Leia in the Rise of Skywalker was the most redemptive arc of her character ever with Ben Solo going so far as to killing his own father and thus stepping into the role as emperor by then the next film killing off Snoke and becoming the big bad guy in the entire universe and then throwing all of that behind him because his own mother gave up her life to help him go back to the light. You're going to tell me that is not a satisfying conclusion to her story arc as a mother who gave up being a Jedi so that her son wouldn't become the most evil person at the end of his life. I don't think Harry Fisher really? got a on. good rap. I don't think she, I think using the bits and pieces of her in The Last Jedi was not good enough. I think I they could have done better. They had to do it. They had, they could have done better, and I would I would have rather have taken a Grand Moff Tarkin. I would have rather have them delay the Rise of Skywalker and work on that movie with better technology and filling in the gaps better than what they did. I think they did. I don't think they did. I think they cut and pasted her, and they 
Yeah, I, I don't think they did, they, they, they did the best. Up. They did the absolute best that they could. And to be honest with you, it was substantially more than I thought they were going to do. When I went into the Rise of Skywalker, I thought for sure we were going to see Carrie Fisher for about five minutes, and then suddenly she was going to die, and then the rest of the movie was going to happen. I thought we would get five. She had a lot more than I thought. We, I thought we would. I thought she would have died off screen between the movies. Honestly, I'm surprised yeah, we even right. got it. Did that movie was so unforgettable that I cannot even remember her dying in the second, in the third movie. Well, you need to watch it again, then, Joe, because that no. moment was extremely powerful. <laughs> So why, I guess, yeah. why, why Dude, would be okay? Rather... So here's the deal. Here's the deal. All of this is Star Wars. All of it. All of it is Star Wars. I'm going to pay money. If, either you're gonna, if you're, if you're going to say, I watched it one time and I thought it was shit. So I'm not watching it ever again. Well, newsflash, all of these other details of how we're filling in the gaps with all this other stuff and all of the other things that are coming out in this massive list that we talked about and all of the other movies that came before it, all of that was still considered when making these movies. Whether you loved it or not, whether you thought it was fitting perfectly or not, it's still Star Wars. And to say, I'm never going to watch that movie again is to say you're going to refuse to acknowledge the fact that it does connect with the rest of the Star Wars saga. I never said I wasn't going to ever watch Joe it. Joe just yeah. said that. He's like, Alberta. I'm never watching it. I'm not watching it again. Alberta. I don't care if it's Carrie Fisher's swan song or not. I don't care if it's Leia's last moments, and that moment was actually pretty impactful and powerful in the movie. I could care less. The whole movie's crap, so I'm never going to watch it again. I, I would like Alberto's opinion as a, as a general consumer who is not a quote-unquote Star Wars fanboy like most of the rest of us. <laughs> what, what is your opinion on this topic, Alberto? Well, if they let, let's say hypothetically in the Ahsoka series or whatever else, they rebooted the entire sequel trilogy, recasted old Han Solo and old Princess Leia and released a new trilogy. What would your opinion be as a general consumer? Uh, it'd be the same thing that has been since the beginning of this conversation. <laughs> is this is the story okay, good? Whatever. <laughs> it, is, is it go? the story good? Is the story good? If it is, then awesome. Because listen, like. Like I said, I didn't start watching Star Wars until my late teens. I don't have any attachment to Carrie Fisher. Um, of course, I'm still glad, and I was really happy to see, you know, like, 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 especially just like the real big three and Force Awakens, and seeing everyone kind of share the screen. I can only imagine the excitement that those that saw like the original trilogy, um, you know, from decades ago, being able to see them back, back in action, back in their characters' boots and shoes. Um, so I think it's really, really awesome and almost important that they managed to pull that off with the time that, you know, the universe gave, uh, to Carrie Fisher. Um, but yeah. regardless, but regardless of that, I see both sides. Um, I, w I'm, I'm not a Carrie Fisher, uh, you know, like, or I don't have a heavy attachment to her particular take on Princess Leia. I know she is Princess Leia no matter what, but, um, I see both sides. I wasn't happy with the way they ended her whole story in Last Jedi. I, I, I really wasn't. Rise um, of Skywalker. Or oh yeah, that's true. They carried it on over. I was so Steve upset with forgettable. I was so upset with with her whole arc in uh, Last Jedi. They I just weren't paying attention. One of the two. <laughs> but wait, boy. Anyway, though, so I <laughs> I wasn't happy with it. Um, but at the same time, I didn't care too much of it because the characters that that like the characters that the whole marketing advertisement campaign was really trying to pull towards is doesn't matter if you are an old fan or a new fan here's a new set of characters for you to pull for um i've already mentioned before my favorite star wars game is rogue squadron 
my favorite GameCube game. One of them is Rose Squadron on there as well. Yeah. Um, so, so, so needless to say, this Rose Squadron stuff, anything with the fighters and stuff, I've always absolutely loved. Poe Dameron is something that I really cared about, and he was in a huge spotlight in, in The Last Jedi. But at the same time, he never really evolved in anything like that. Um, so, so the, this, okay. So, I think you're hitting on a really, really good point, Alberto, about the sequel trilogy, and that is that the rise of Skywalker is ultimately the reason why the rest of the other two movies are seen as yeah, less yeah. than what they're supposed to be. Because in compare, when you're looking at trilogies, listen to me, guys. Listen. Yeah. We're on the same side of this fence, and now you're just listen throwing to me, me to the other side to me. now. No, no, no. Listen. Listen. The original trilogy, people love Empire because Return of the Jedi stuck the landing and paid off everything that Empire set it up to do. In the original, in the prequel series, people love the ending of that trilogy because Revenge of the Sith stuck the landing right like it's also because it's all about one and two one, followed like, the same plot points and made it so, easier for the third so movie to let's, tell talk, let's talk about that let's talk about that i'm going to read a few comments here from some wonderful star wars fans back in the 70s who actually wrote in and is archived as responses to what is universally considered to be probably the best star wars movie if of all time if not you know, at least the original trilogy. You're referring to the Empire Strikes Back. Right. These are actual comments, actual letters written in to George Lucas and Fox about their thoughts after being the biggest Star Wars fans after the first movie. This is Robert L. Beattie. He says, is Luke related to Vader? Most seem to think so now that Vader came out, came right out and said it. Well, I say, do you believe everything you hear? Vader may have lied just to enlist Luke to his side. Vader would then dispose of Luke once he got what he wanted. Next comment. That's, a, that's a fan theory. But that's right, sound. that's a fan theory. Turns what? out it sucks. Here's it the wrong. Yeah, Sean I'm Bernard. I know they wanted to leave something to settle in the other sequels, but they left too much. This is immediately after watching Empire. Jedi had not come out yet. For instance, Han Solo's predicament. This movie should have ended, shouldn't have ended until Han was either killed by Boba Fett or Jabba or rescued by Lando Calrissian or Chewbacca, the former preferably. Also, the fate of Bespin is not told. What it, what it, uh, was it taken by Lando's troops, taken by Imperial troopers or destroyed by Vader? I like Lando Carrizan and Billy D. Williams was very good at playing the part. Another comment. This is by Carol Kane. Come on, Leia. Why don't you take a look around? Can't you see why Luke is what Luke is up against? You could have you could have a quote nice guy like him. Instead, you're turning back on him. Forget that it was Luke that saved you from having your atoms shattered throughout the galaxy. Forget that it was Luke and not Han Solo that wanted you rescued from the Death Star detention area. But no, you don't need to remember any of that, Leia. As All right, long as Han is around, he needs Luke anyway. Right? These Hold are on. people are I mad because of the way that the film ended and it didn't go in the direction they wanted it to. Now imagine for a second that those 
plot points that people had a problem with were left at the end of the movie. And then Jedi comes in and doesn't explain or pay off any of that at all. Right. And that's that why people pissed off. That's why I'm pissed off because they did a horrible job at sticking the landing. In of, Rise of Skywalker. Of, of Rise of Skywalker. Absolutely. And that's why I want something new. And I want it all. I want to see something new. I get, because I get of that. that. Bobby, that's I get that. My point of all of this is to say it is about filling in the details and hindsight is 2020 when explaining this stuff. Star Wars does this all the time. All the time. All the plot holes of the prequel trilogy. The cartoons and all the animated series and all of that stuff filled in the gaps, filled in the details. Everything between Clone Wars and Revenge of the Sith, right? Tons of times. They had a turn. Disney knew they had a turd of making Rise of Skywalker because they had so many modules. It was pick your own, choose adventure. They chose so many different things. They kept having test audiences watch the movie and they kept modifying it. I get that, Bobby, but it's still Star Wars. It is what it is. It's what we got. And now they're going to fill in the details and make sense of it so we can appreciate it more, just like every other Star Wars movie that's ever come out. Christian, you've had your hand raised for forever. Yes. (laughs) Not a single one of those complaints that you just read off was complaining about Empire not living up to something a new hope set up. Every okay. single I one got, of those I got a whole nother letter if you want. Every single one of letter I can with somebody's issues with just the way that it was left at the end of the movie. Dear Mr. Lucas, I'm the biggest Star Wars fan in the galaxy, but maybe no more. I just saw Empire Strikes Back, and I am writing you now to let you know that because of your movie, I don't want to play Pac-Man anymore. Rubik's Cubes don't capture my imagination anymore, and I'm putting away my Kenner action figures. Empire Strikes Back ruined everything for me. You took all that was great about Star Wars and threw it into the trash compactor. If you want to keep the fans of Star Wars... I have a list of questions for you, Mr. Lucas, and I demand some answers. <laughs> Bobby's doing a dramatic reading okay. of it, right? Okay. So let's start with the big question. Luke Skywalker is Darth Vader's son? Okay, pause. How does that, how does that even pause. work? That has what? nothing to do with anything that was said. That was not that was not them not setting. That would be like if what I like. For example, that would be like if New Hope says, oh, Luke, I'm your father. And then Empire comes out and doesn't address it at all. That's what I'm you're saying. Missed, you're not even letting me finish the letter, Bobby. Come on. You guys got let me you're finish. Mixing us let me, finish, Christian. Let me finish. I, I'm talking to all of you. I'm talking to all of you. Let's just start with a big question. Luke Skywalker is Darth Vader's son. How does that even work? Darth Vader doesn't even have a zipper in his in his uh, pressurized spacesuit, when I saw Star Wars, I felt like I could have been Luke Skywalker and no, a nobody farm boy who dreams of more. But now he's the descendant of the biggest evil in the galaxy. He went from the everyman to someone, a kind of chosen heir to the force. I guess we, the everyday people, just have to wait and find out that we are someone special in our own way. I don't know about... Uh, uh, I don't know. I also don't understand how Ben can suddenly be a ghost now and just show up to move the story along. How does the force work anyway? It doesn't make scientific sense. Maybe it's back to the drawing board on that. Develop some laws for the 
force. And for example, Star Trek does this to perfection with Spock. He has no emotions. He has the Vulcan neck has to go through Ponfar. It says it stays constant. So the audience can follow along. It's not a bunch of made up in the moment, fantastical superpowers, which Is it lighting? Yeah, it's like Dan cut off. I did I cut out? Am I there? Yeah, you with me? Yep. Okay, you're, you're 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 working on it. This undermines this. Darth Vader because if he hunted down the Jedi, he didn't really do a very good job of it. Also, if Yoda is such a powerful Jedi master, why doesn't he just go fight Vader himself instead of hiding out in a swamp? Seems unrealistic to me that someone so wise would send Luke off to go fight Darth Vader, and he barely teaches Luke anything. He can lift some rocks. Where's the lesson on controlling the weak-minded? Where's the lightsaber training? And what's going on with the cave Luke goes into? The scene made me think that Luke had a twin brother who was Darth Vader. That would have even been interesting. Not as if, not as I've already covered being Luke's father, right? So this is all from the mind of someone who saw empire immediately after the first star wars movie and he's angry and upset because he felt like it was moving the core of what he loved about the original movie which, which one direction which one of those complaints was an issue with something the first movie addressed that the second didn't follow through on which one all of it one now every single one of those issues was an issue with the second movie as a whole aside from the every man who turned out to, that, that's right. not bingo that. bingo aside from that one that but that's but that's not what the first movie was pushing to. No, they never Let, said he was only an everyman. They never, never once did they say yeah. he's irrelevant and then made him important. Christian, this is all about someone who went into the first movie, felt like they connected with it personally and loved it, and then were left extremely disappointed with a lot of plot holes and not knowing how to fill them in, and thus they didn't like the movie. But that's and that I came around and filled different. in all the gaps, and you go back and watch it, and now it's the best of the trilogy. But that's completely different than a person having an idea and not following through, and the movie giving you an idea and then not following through, which is exactly what happened with The Last Jedi. The Force Awakens told us what to expect. No, and then the last Jedi, yes, it did. It gave us all of these things that said the this last thing. the last Jedi did exactly what Empire did, which was no, it leave didn't. your expectations at the door. We're going in a different direction. The, the Empire perfectly following the story that A New Hope sets up. It only because the last only because Return of the Jedi stuck the landing and that's the how a trilogy how works right a trilogy that's works not the fault story. of the empire strikes back and it's not the fault of the last jedi it yes, is it all is. about the rise the of jedi breaks the story and the last Je dude the last jedi breaks the story you have a star in skywalker can i all of yes, the stuff yes, that Alberto, please, up, please, please, Alberto, let me go. Finish okay. this. Let me finish. All the stuff that <laughs> was set up in The Last Jedi that was not explained in The Rise of Skywalker is just as if they put all of that twists and turns and stuff in The Empire Strikes Back and it didn't pay off any of it. Guys, yep. Ray, Ray is a nobody. Work with that, right? Luke is. Darth Vader is Luke's father. Let's not address that at all in the next Every movie. Every problem right. you're On saying you have with, with Rise of Skywalker is the same thing that Last Jedi has a problem with compared to Force Awakens. No. 
Last Dude, Jedi did not follow no. the plot points that Force Awakens set up. And whose fault is that? Ryan Johnson, he made the movie. No. J.J. <laughs> Abrams Kennedy. walked away from it, dude. Pause. J.J. Abrams. Alberto. J.J. J.J. Abrams. Wait, hold on. Oh, oh, why this man. Wait, hold on. Man. Hold on, man. J.J. Okay. Abrams Stop. had the opportunity to do oh. the next episode, and he walked away from it. Stop. George Lucas had the opportunity Stop. to do his sequel trilogy, and he sold it off to Disney. You're really going to... You're really going to put it on Ryan Johnson. Stop. Guys, Alberto, there. go. Okay, uh, a couple couple things. One, um, some charity is going to have a really fat donation because you guys are dropping Last Jedi left and right like no tomorrow. <laughs> All right, so, um, Alberto, go into what we were there's, talking there's, about. And there's just... a swear jar. It's like the, the Star Wars <laughs> version of a swear jar, basically. Yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, but my, my major things is this. Okay. It's been about maybe 38, 40 minutes, you guys, going back and forth. I'm going to just chime in for about like three minutes. and just Take three minutes. Take your time. Take your time. Take your time. All the time you need, sir. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm going on mute. Same. I, I'm going to tell you just my, my, my issues from a normie perspective, not someone that had all this attachment and a huge level of passion. Uh, for starters, I've said it before. The worst movie is not Last Jedi. It will forever be episode two on its own it's very boring but of the sequel trilogy rise of the skywalker is the real culprit i i i really appreciate you guys finally finally dragging its name across the mud because for too long it's been last jedi but the last 10 minutes have been back to last jedi and that's not the issue the real issue is rise of the skywalker it didn't matter what you felt from episode seven and eight honest to god i think if just episode nine decided to go one like with one direction one specific direction, I think it would have at least, I would have felt at least satisfied. And that's something that I, I couldn't even get getting out of the movie theater. Did um, you ever see the, the animated video of someone narrating the plot points of um, the original episode nine script that was supposed to be shot by, um, uh, who was the director? Colin Trevorrow. Huh. Did you ever see that? Yeah. Uh, All right, I'm going to be throwing that. I'm going to throw that on the uh, on the Facebook group so people so, can watch it. But and then, go ahead, go Mr. Ahead, Sunday, go yeah, Mr. Sunday, from movie. the Sunday movies, yeah. re, um, redid the Colin Trevorrow script that uh-huh. was based off of Return of the Je- that was based off the Last Jedi, and that was a far superior movie okay. than what we got. And I would have been happy with what we got with least with what we got with that. Yeah. Anyway, okay. and then I'm, back on I'm, mute. <laughs> so I'm just gonna keep on going. But um, I think my biggest glaring problem is I just mentioned the last time I spoke my favorite character from from the new three. First of all, I loved all the new three characters. Every single one of them I loved. I didn't love what they did with all three characters, but I loved them, especially in Episode Seven. Uh, with that being said. Um, I don't know what the hell they ended up doing with Poe and uh, Finn. Poe just never, never, never went anywhere, which is okay, I guess. But there was a comment that Finn did once say, and it's kind of struck a chord with me in particular. Finn is, well, let me see his, um, his actual. Well, what was his actual name? I'm so sorry, because I don't want to say his his name incorrect. The which actor, one? Like John Boyega. John Boyega, thank you. I was drawing a huge blank right now. But John Boyega, he went on record and saying that, like, uh, one thing that really got him pissed off 
finishing his contract was that he kind of felt that they used his skin tone to kind of draw in a new audience, getting, you know, people of color to get a little bit more into Star Wars. Um, he said that before, and I can't quote from the exact interview, but I'm not going to lie. When I saw that Oscar Isaac, who I've seen in Drive, you know, a, a Cuban actor, and then John Boyega, um, you know, an African-American actor, going to be in the forefront and potentially even be a Jedi, that is a huge reason I did start seeing Episode Seven. And I was ex- super excited to see where they will go in episode eight. And then before you know it, they just made Finn yell Ray every single 30 seconds for the next couple of movies. And I just felt like that was a huge wasted potential and almost just like a real kind of kind of catch grab thing. And that was a huge disappointment to me. Um, I was finally excited to start beat like and then they even introduced Rose, who I was excited about. I was like, oh, look, here is a you know, here's an Asian uh actress i'm really excited to see what they do with her all the people of color they kind of just didn't really handle them well and being the skywalker put everybody to the sideline for sure yeah Uh, i put finn to the sideline first just like to point that out there yes no it didn't hold on hold on hold on and then with all that being said though um i will say there was a kind of like a I kind of feel bamboozled a little bit, and that's probably been my my biggest gripe uh, for sure. And my saving grace that I kind of kept telling myself, I'm like, well, so far right now, they've been painting Ray as she is a nobody. She's not attached to the Skywalker uh, you know, bloodline. I'm so excited for that. Stick it with that. And then lo and behold, it's like, no, you're the granddaughter. And then that was another big thing. I was like, okay, so you didn't give any of the um, actors of colors and actresses of color any real moment to shine you didn't even get mm-hmm. you didn't even yeah. let you didn't even let like the female actress really stand on her own she has to be connected again to skywalker they have to be connected and it was and, and it was such a huge huge bummer because those are the two things i was most excited about regardless of what story and what yeah. art finished with luke and leia and han solo um hands down my two biggest gripes and probably the last thing last jedi presented one idea that I wish, that I wish they follow through in episode nine. And it was the ending shot of the kid picking up the broom. Yes. The powers. And I was so excited. Like for two and a half hours, I felt indifferent. And then that part happened. And I go, please let that be the redeeming section or that teaser that Finn really can still be a Jedi. And then episode nine happened. It's like, no, he's just a guy that yells Ray. And really, this is still about right, yeah. cool, just about Skywalker all over again. Fool you guys. Skywalker has been the only important bloodline the entire last 30, 40 years this series has been around. And me as a normie, I'm just like, then I, I, I'm I, so excited for a new storyline, which is why I've given so much love and praise for like Mandalorian finally reaching out to telling different stories. And um, I know Clone Wars has already like done that as well, but these all like all the shows that like uh christian has been uh listing out i actually didn't pay attention to the star wars section from the disney expo thing i have my little notepad to the side writing down all the things i'm like that show sounds interesting oh this show sounds interesting too because now i'm like okay now my, my interest is slowly coming back because i i thought it was just going to be another 10 12 shows about skywalker i honestly got thought that was the case but now you listed visions glad, glad to see it's on yeah. you know um Andor um, to be going along with um, Rogue One's character and me. I'm just like, please, please, please do him justice. Don't do a Poe Dameron and Finn thing through it. Don't don't lure me in just because he's also a person of color. I loved him in Narcos season of, I guess, the Mexico season. 
Um, I would love to see his character just, just continue to, to develop. But sorry, Bobby, go ahead. No, Alberto, you're you are more than fine. You made up awesome points. Thank you for being part of the conversation. I just want to pick out the future of Star Wars. They're not focusing on the sequel trilogy. They're focusing on the past. All right. right. That's so they got to fill in all the details of how they got to that point. What they're they're throwing if they were going to make money, they're going to make future movies off these characters and they're throwing them away. That's how bad it is. They're not even thinking about throwing them away. Yeah. The, what movie is going talking about Ray, Finn, or Poe? What new books? Dude, what new all, toys? all of that is building up towards the original sequel trilogy. Like you're going to start seeing all of you are going to see all of those characters. Clone Wars. You're going to see connections to all of those characters again eventually. It's going to happen. They're going to fill in the details. They're going to. It's going I to happen. Do, I don't. I think they're, they're going, going to, to do that first before they can move everyone. forward. And they said at the very beginning of this that these these movies were going to see the end of the Star Wars story arc. The end. Like we're going back to it. The end. They were supposed to be the end. They're supposed to hand it. The original point of the sequel trilogy was to hand it off to another generation and the rise of Skywalker pissed all over it and said, no, we're going back to the past. Yeah. They brought the emperor in and made that pretty clear. I think. Yes. Go ahead. Albert. No, 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 no. I was going to say, could you bring up your last point and then could we, with the last few minutes, can we all talk about like whatever our most anticipated show yeah, from the entire good call? Good call. Yeah. I, I would like to make a clarification because I think my point here has been muddled. Okay. The the rise of Skywalker is by far and away a horrible movie and is mainly responsible for the bitter taste in both of most of our mouths as to this lasting arc of the trilogy. I am a hundred percent agreement with you on that. I think that movie, if it had, yes, if it had just stuck to what Last Jedi had tried to set up, yes, it would have been a massively better film. And I agree with you on that. But my main point that I'm trying to make is that if The Last Jedi had stuck to what Rise to Force Awakens had tried to build, it wouldn't have given you the opportunity for Rise of Skywalker to be bad because a large majority of Rise of Skywalker's faults are because they tried to retcon and correct things from The Last Jedi. Totally agree with you on that, which is why they shouldn't have brought J.J. Abrams back to try and finish the series. I think we can all agree on that. Like, it's like, I it's like if, they had, if they had done the three directors, three visions, mode for it, let them build yeah. off of each other. That would have been completely fine. It's not unlike if if we're all at summer camp and I start to tell a story and then I decide I'm going to give the next chapter over to Alberto and I'm done telling my part of it. I'm done telling my part. I could finish the entire thing if I wanted to and then finish the story and go, okay, next person, tell another story. But I decide, nope, I'm going to finish this part of it and let Alberto pick it up from there. And then he takes all of the characters and all of the story arc and go in a completely different direction than I was thinking because he's a different person. And he's got a different way of looking at all of these characters that were created and a different, there are different points that were more important to him than they were to me, Right. And then he makes his portion of the story, finishes it, and everybody else is like, what the hell was that? 
And instead of giving it over to Bobby to wrap everything up with his own fresh take on it and his own perspective and his own way of looking at all of the things that he thought was important and finishing it out. And instead you give it back to me to be like, yeah, screw you. You forgot this and you forgot that. And now I got to try and clean all, all of this stuff up instead of having a fresh perspective, putting both my story and Alberto's story into it and making something new for another chapter. It's bringing me back in to try and steer it back to what I originally wanted it to be. Well, that's on me for letting go of the story and letting Alberto take it over. That's not on Alberto for screwing things up. That's on me. For so you would make Ryan Johnson screwed things up. No. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm saying people would be complaining about him screwing up my story. No, I chose to give my portion of this story its part and then let it go to Alberto and he took it from there. We'll agree to disagree. I don't want to get into this anymore tonight. Let's swerve topics. I think we can all agree, though, that. Rise no matter what, and it ruined the whole. Yeah. And no matter what, we're as Star Wars fans or even just general consumers, we're going to watch whatever they give us. Yes, yes. I think we can all agree on that. So we might not stop like complaining it. about it too. I mean, that's kind we of might not a, like it, but we're going to watch it. We're like the Cubs fans of Nerdum. Like we kind of just um, keep going back, whether they no. they're great or whether they suck. We're going to. I keep... haven't watched Cubs in a while. Right. Okay. Well. I, I love the cut. I, I loved them great. They won the World Series, but I and now you're done. Them. They hit. They they knocked it out of the park. And you're no, like, right, cool, we're done. We're good. Yeah. For other reasons, so I I agree. I think I, I like Alberto's idea. We should do a most and least anticipated series that's been announced, or whatever else. Yes, most and least. Do most yeah. and least. Alberto, right. you should go first. Yeah, I agree. It was yeah. your idea? Yes. Um, it's a bit of a tie. I'm not gonna lie. So. So I only knew about like maybe like one or two of the shows. Christians has listed out the other 10 or 12 of them. Yeah, and... there's 12 total. Okay, so the other 10. Uh, so I wrote down my little bits of notes. It's a bit of a tie. Um, if Childish Gambino or Donald Glover comes back and plays um, Lando, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to say that one for sure. I don't even care what the writing is, but I love him acting in Atlanta, and I love him how he was in Spider-Man. So uh, I would just love to see more of him. Uh, but since that's not confirmed, the only one that is confirmed, um, I would say is going to be Visions, mainly just because it's the one that's piqued my interest the most. And it's also the one with the least amount of details. Yeah. Um, I think the idea of just having, a you know, just like uh, the whole Eastern Eastern animation just coming to here, coming to play. It sounds like a huge, interesting take. And my, you know, my my ears are perked. Uh, my eyes are, are definitely set towards it. Uh, one thing that I'm like really excited about is that they haven't even listed out what studios are going to be working on these 10 short films. I'm hoping and I'm anticipating that like which studio or Pero or UFO table are going to be working on them. I know those these are names that maybe not everyone knows of, but they know their works. These are the studios that worked on like Attack on Titan, Naruto, the Fate series, Demon Slayer. Uh, great pretender these are all huge names in in like the entire like anime world so if if any of those studios end up working on these things man i'm i'm super all for it but yeah it's it's definitely gonna be a huge runner up with with lando um 
I love childish. <laughs> Alberto, um, I just looked this up. So Justin Seaman, the writer, producer, and director of Dear White People, is creating the Landau Calrissian series. Oh, I didn't know. I haven't seen that show, but uh, my girlfriend Ariella has, and she's she's spoken good things of it. So uh, I put my trust in in her words, and maybe I'll check out the show then too. And Joe, I have watched Community actually. I I totally forgot. A great show. Community. He was in that for like the first few seasons, I believe, and then and then Donald, he... Donald Glover. Yeah, Donald Glover. He was in one through. I think he left at like the beginning of season five. That's so, what I thought it was him. Yeah. Try yeah, all that in the morning. I was at least a nerdy character in that too. I love it. Oh my my uh, my least favorite one. Oh shoot! Yeah. I can you remind me really quick what that acolyte one was so that's the one set in the high republic era pretend it's a mystery thriller potentially following like the dark side oh okay and in the willow one uh willow is actually not a star wars film or okay it's it's a, under the right so reboot. i i don't know i i guess least intis- least excited listen i'm not gonna lie i don't know anything about asaka ahsoka ahsoka, ahsoka. i just know her from Man- the one episode of mandalorian i thought she was badass so I'm excited for that. I'm excited for Andor. Um, if I had to pick one, I'm sorry, I'm gonna have to say Droid Story mainly because I'm not the target audience. You yeah. said it's gonna be led with C3PO and R2. I'm sorry, original fans, but um, the second you said C3PO is gonna be a main star again, and my least favorite of the original trilogy is Episode Six because 30 minutes is taken to C3PO being the king of the Ewoks. I can't. I, I I can't handle him for thirty minutes. I'm not gonna be able to handle him for an hour and a half with this story. Um, I never understood. That's hilarious. Focused on him for so long, and the Ewoks like just for thirty straight minutes. Um, that was too much for me. So hilarious. That one. Alrighty, Bobby. Um, I'm pumped for Ahsoka and Obi Wan Kenobi. I those um, I've seen Clone Wars, Rebels. I'm pumped for Ahsoka uh, and for Obi-Wan Kenobi. I loved Ewan McGregor's Obi-Wan Kenobi. He's probably, I think, one of the best actor, current actors that are still working out there right now. So I'm really pumped to see to see that, you know, and I'm looking forward to see the Bad Batch and any any of the stuff. Probably the least I'm looking the least forward to is Lando. Um, I like Lando. Really? Yeah, it just... I like Lando. I like I like Donald Glover in Solo, a Star Wars movie. I thought he I thought it was fun. I liked the direction they went with him. That he was not a polymorph, but uh, what was it? He's a man who who who, lo- who doesn't matter. He loves everybody. Yeah, you know I like that direction. A lot of people don't. Yeah. I I like that. I I thought it was awesome. Um, and a droid story. I those are I'm the least excited for. Um, I'm looking forward to hearing more about Rose Squadron to see, is it going to take place? Um, is it going to be with Wedge Antilles? Or is it going to be a new Rogue Squadron during the Resistance? Um, so I want to hear more about what that is particularly going to focus on. What what era? Um, yeah. Is it Empire? Is it post? Is it... Uh, is it going to be Mandalor? Is it Mandalorian era post Return of the Jedi, or is it uh, Force Awakens era? So oh. I'd like to hear more of that. Real quick question. So sorry, but is there any link that you guys can drop where um, there is like a timeline 
or not, not not a timeline like kind of like an expected date for all these shows or are they kind of just an ambiguity the only, like- the only two that we know right now is that uh, three we know that book of boba fett's coming out december of this year yeah. we know that mandalorian season three is following shortly after and we know that obi-wan kenobi is scheduled to start filming in march so that should be probably the next one after that. Yeah. And the bad batch official release dates and, and orders, like even even just the order of when when they're going to come out to each other, we don't know any of that. Yeah, they, they really Why? didn't announce. It was not nearly as in-depth as the Marvel one was, where it was like, this yeah. is coming out this year, yeah. this year, this year, this year. It was very loosey-goosey, I think, right. also intentionally, so they can kind of... Oh, okay, okay. Which, which also makes me wonder, like where all of these are in process are some of them just officially green lighted as a concept, but I would imagine the Ahsoka series uh, is probably the furthest along outside of Obi-Wan Kenobi. The ones ones that officially are connected to the Mandalorian are probably most likely further along than the others, but um, Andor's currently filming. Andor is filming? Okay. So Andor has been filming because um, during the teaser for that, they were showing people wearing Mass because they were filming that during oh, COVID. Cool. Okay. Oh, okay. Obi Wan Kenobi is obviously in production. Yeah. Okay. Too. Cool. Well, I I just figured I should just ask because I'm like I didn't see it. I don't know if maybe if you guys managed to catch like a hidden link somewhere in the internet. But right. No, they didn't. Really we'll throw it up on the on the Facebook group though for yeah. people to kind of consume. Um, Joe, what about you? Uh, the top high and low is uh, Ahsoka and Acolyte. And uh, my bottom bottom ones I am not looking forward to is probably uh, you guys are gonna hate me, but Obi Wan Kenobi and um, really Lando. Wow, I'm surprised with the Obi Wan. Wow. I thought for sure you would have been excited for that one. I I, I feel like his story has been explored, and Obi Wan or Lando or both. Obi Wan. Um, yeah, I think Obi Wan's too. Yeah, I, I feel like his story has been explored, and I I don't see. How much I would love to see Ewan Ewan McGregor come back as Obi Wan, absolutely. But I just don't see how they can expound upon his story anymore. So the one it has been, hmm. and um, and Lando, I'm not a big fan of Lando as a character. So sacrilegious. No. <laughs> and Rogue Squadron, I believe, is. Set either it's set in the Empire slash Mandalorian timeline. Uh, it's not set in the future. Right. It hasn't. I mean, I don't think it really. They haven't confirmed anything. They haven't confirmed anything with that. So, well, uh, me being the nerd I am, the the image of the X wing is right. Resistance. Is yeah. Not well, that's, that's and, a- and on top of that, everything with the phrase "rogue squadron" immediately makes you think original trilogy, yeah, absolutely. era for sure. So, um, yeah. What about you, Christian? Um, most anticipated for me is got to be Obi Wan Kenobi. Uh, it I so I was I was excited for that show. It could have just been ten episodes of Ewan McGregor walking through the desert with a ten year old Luke Skywalker on his back, like Yoda. Like I would have been down for it. I'm all <laughs> for that. I think that it's and then especially the return of Hayden Christensen is just got me even so much more excited for that show. Yeah, um, yeah, that second, got me really excited for sure. Secondary would probably be either Acolyte or Lando. Lando, just because kind of like on Alberto said, I'm a huge fan of Donald Glover. I think he was fantastic in Solo, and I think he could shine. And also, 
I thought Solo was a great movie and anything that's going to be set around that time that could potentially give us more from those characters, sign me up. Yeah. And, uh, I'm, I'm that for, sure, for, for this, correct? Donald, Donald Glover has not been confirmed. He has not been confirmed, but I can't imagine they're going to recast the character again. And I don't think we're getting 95 year old Billy D. Williams. Yeah. And, and, and I, I also, I also think Donald Glover isn't officially in talks with anything involving Marvel, even though he made an appearance. He, right. was in, he was in Spider-Man Homecoming. In Spider-Man uh, Homecoming. And, and, and theoretically, his character is the villain. So he, could, he would be the Prowler, right? Yeah. Right. He, right. Would, he would end up becoming the Prowler to Miles Morales. Yeah. So yeah. If, if they were to do a live action Miles Morales, maybe. But that yeah. still isn't down the line remotely in the works right now from what we know so i hope so only towards it because uh he announced that he wants to retire from uh music uh i don't know i don't know if his last album was his absolute last one but i know he says he definitely wants to wrap up his music career start focusing on different ventures so that's the only reason i'm holding my breath like like lando calrissian and the prowler right yeah Yeah. uh (laughs) least, least anticipated for me would be a tie between a droid story and Bad Batch. Bad Batch for me is just, I have not watched Clone Wars, Rebels. I have not watched any of that. Um, I've heard nothing but good things about it. Um, but so that's the one for me. I just have no attachment to any of those characters. It means basically nothing to me. And a droid story, I think we all know why nobody's excited for that one. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. All right, Dan. I Dan, finish up. Oh, um, the one that I am least looking forward to is a droid story, for sure. Um, and kind of to go along with uh, thematically why uh, Joe doesn't like the Obi Wan Kenobi, I think I think C three PO and R two D two story has been told. Yeah, <laughs> like come on, like let's to be fair, it is going to have a new droid. Okay, but let's. No, like we're let's move on. The droids yeah. are not supposed to be lead characters in it's anything Star Wars. Not the show so, we're looking for. This is not the show you're looking for. Um, and as far as uh, stuff I'm looking forward to the most, um, I would say Book of Boba Fett. Oh yeah, and uh, and the Acolyte. Those are the two. Maybe I'm I'm just a psychopath who loves all the dark villainy side of things, but. Um, yeah, those those ones are the most intriguing to me because I feel like Boba Fett as a character has been teased enough in the canonical stuff, but never really given his full story. Um, and so with removing all of the legend stuff that was made out for him, I feel like, yeah, he people love his character and he's a badass and he's a terrible person that you want to root for. So yeah, let's work with that. And, and if anybody before. talks crap about Tamira Morrison, a sixty-something-year-old man playing Boba Fett just because he's a little overweight. I'm watch that episode of watch the last few episodes of Mandalorian, and you'll see he'll kick your ass. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear anybody call him Boba Fat. That's just ridiculous. Boba Fat. Who's calling him Boba Fat? A lot of people. No, he's out of shape. He shouldn't be playing Boba Fett. No, he's just a sixty-something-year-old man doing all of his own stunts. Right. Yeah. And doing a get out of here, doing a kick-ass job. Um, um and the yeah. acolyte, I love that because, I, like I had said earlier in the in the episode, that I think it just has the most opportunity for the most fresh Star Wars yeah. stuff that isn't tied to any of this other stuff. So, 
um yeah those those are mine yeah so, bobby and joe before, and before i forget all this stuff is all on disney plus Yes, yes, all on Disney Plus. Uh, besides so, Rogue One, besides did, Rogue yeah, Rogue, yeah, but they didn't confirm Rogue Squadron. I imagine it probably will be, but they didn't right. confirm that for Disney Plus. So that's yeah. all going to be Disney Plus. Yeah. So, which is uh, the street? The future is streaming. So, yeah, by- and I think the the bottom line here we can all agree on: the future of Star Wars is bright. No matter what you're a fan of, no matter who, what movies you liked, what movies you didn't like, the future is bright. Yeah, yeah. I want to make a bet. Okay, I'll make a bet. Oh Let's do it. Gosh, of course, fifty dollars. Fifty dollars. Okay. They reset. Oh my god! They reset the sequels. You're going to bet fifty dollars that they'll reset the sequels. See, here's okay. Here's where no Christian. Before you shake your hand, already did. did. There's no. There's no chance in hell. There has to be. Disney is not going to admit they made a mistake. No, but but here's the deal, Christian. You just shook your hand on something that has no timeline to it whatsoever. I was going to say in the next three years. Oh God, no! Hundred percent, not. not doing that, Joe. Not, I think not more likely that. they're going to do the Thrawn trilogy within the focus the Mandalorian era shows around the Thrawn trilogy. I think that's a for sure bet. They're going to give us five to ten years of other stuff on Disney Plus, other random filler movies, and in five to ten years they'll throw out some new movies, and we'll and everybody will have forgotten all about it. You think? You think by 2024, the entirety of the sequel trilogy will be wiped from existence? Yep. I will gladly, yeah, I will gladly take your money, sir. So are we going to wait till December 2024? Or are we going to wait till January 2024? I will give him, I, you know what? I'll give him three. I will give him till December 2024. That's how confident. December 2024, people. They have a $50 bet going on. Whether they're going to reset the sequel trilogy, will be doing this. And if Joe loses, he's out a hundred bucks. Yeah. If I win, I, I have a hundred bucks. That's true. You're not going to win, though. Yeah, you're definitely not winning that. On know. that note, gentlemen, I think it's time to call <laughs> for the evening. I think so too. I'm happy to take your. I'm happy to take your money. Uh, if there is any Star Wars topics that you feel we did not cover in this episode, I don't you know how to do if anybody who's listening and watching, if there's something you feel we didn't discuss, you think that you want us to, or if you just want to see us argue about the movies for another hour or two, let yeah, us know. Please, please did you like? Did you like uh, our little uh, back and forth about Star Wars? Do you want to see us do an official, official episode, pointless debate about the movie that shall not be named? Apparently, we um, already just did. We just dedicated. We did Five minutes. I know we did. I know we did. And we could have Oh, yeah. I was going to say, make sure to write in the comments and letting Dan know and Joe know and Bobby know that Shadow of Empire is only good with nostalgia glasses on. Um, no! The best it's N64 really good is still Rogue's World Squadron. Uh, got to read the book. Oh, you got to read the book. Gentlemen. That's homework. I'm just kidding. Give a good night. Homework. <laughs> we don't want homework on here. We want something that's fun. All right. Have, have a good, good night, night everyone. <laughs>